When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, to the chopper for our traffic report. There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save $5 sale. Shop Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce, Breyer's ice cream, and Coca-Cola or Pepsi 24 packs, plus deposit where applicable. All buy five, save $5. Mix or match at Meyer. <laughs> okay. Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers, you can sign up using promo code DNVR, and we make a $5 bet this weekend on the NFL. You can get $200 in free bets if your team wins, only with code DNVR, and only with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. How about that? I am one half of the DNVR Rockies podcast, Patrick Lyons. And I'm the other half of the DNVR podcast. <laughs> can't talk um i yeah we have to cancel the show now i'm Susie hunter hi how is everyone look at us we're in a new setting we have kevin henry hey That's it. i'm on the other From end of the couch see how's it going hi mr fan-sided himself kevin henry joining <laughs> us on the day that unfortunately we learn it is not todd helton's year mm-hmm. he does get 72.2 percent of the vote a nice increase so close. over last year 11 votes shy That's the killer Oh, 11 more, and now we've got to wait another 365 days mm-hmm. until we can officially say Todd Helton is a Hall of Famer. He already is one in all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. I've done the, the, the graphs. I've, I've taken the stethoscopes, yes. and I've checked it out. He's in all of our hearts, but he's not in the Hall of Fame just yet. We've been talking about it all week. Yeah. What? How did you feel going into today? Like it was really a crapshoot, or what? Yeah. You know, uh, I woke up this morning going, "He's he's gonna get close, but not make it in." It was just that feeling yeah. of we're gonna at least see each other, but we're not gonna have anything to celebrate other than just saying, "Hey, how's it going?" So you know, next year, Lord willing, we'll have something to celebrate. But it just felt like he was gonna fall just short this year. And, you know, there's still that education about Coors Field. And it's always going to be there. But at some point, the dam's going to break and people are going to realize that Coors isn't the asterisk that it, that it should be for steroids and other things. Yeah. 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 That, I know it's, it's kind of, yeah, we, you know, we talked about that, that report that you read maybe? Or was it a meme? It was a point is what I had actually said. <laughs> it was a point that became a report, became a meme. And that, well, look, maybe that's a little spinoff podcast we have, Coors Field Education, mm-hmm. where we oh, educate people that would on be huge. people don't know the hangover, uh, the, mm-hmm. the the disadvantages of playing at altitude, then going to sea level, which Todd Helton obviously had to deal with, and all those things. When they were making the announcement, I kept flashing two sign, not for peace. Yeah, we need two names because yeah. Todd Helton, or excuse me, Scott Rowland was the guy that. Uh, other than one day, Todd Helton actually had a higher percentage of the public vote at one point. But otherwise, it was really Scott uh, Rowland yeah. as that guy. We wanted to hear two names. It seemed like from what President Josh Rawich was saying, it wasn't going to be none. 
He didn't have that look on his I face. Agree. He yep. was ha he looked happy. He looked excited. He's like, yep. thank God it's not another shutout. Second in three years. No, we've got one. A player known for his play on both sides of the ball. And unfortunately, Todd Helton, while he did have uh, three gold gloves uh, over at first base in the National League, not necessarily considered one of those guys who is great offensively and defensively. Even though he was great defensively, especially for everyone who saw it here in Denver, sure. mm -hmm. just not regarded as that, unfortunately. You know, and five votes got him in. I mean, that's the thing. He only passed by five votes total. Oh, wow. So you think about all those blank ballots. You think about all those Manny plus A-Rod ballots, all those that came in. You know, I'm sure you guys have talked about this week. And you think about what could have happened had those guys and, and ladies and gents actually thought about something outside of just making a statement. Uh, you know, that's the thing that I've noticed today, seeing a couple of tweets out there. Mm -hmm from some of the voters, <laughs> seeing the people trying to make a statement, voting for one random guy, just doing it for attention. I feel like it's a lot for attention. Oh, there is. I, I I've, been, I've been thinking a lot, a lot about this, and especially this voting cycle with mm -hmm. these strange ballots, Manny and A-Rod. And yep. there was one, I think, today that came out, just Gary Sheffield. That's the, yeah, that's the one I'm talking yes. about. Just really strange. And I think we have jumped the shark to use a phrase that I think Kevin knows, not sure if Susie knows, because <laughs> it has to do with happy days, but it is a more recent thing. I've seen happy days. So there was, a, there was an episode where Fonzie jumped the shark, and that's considered in television nomenclature uh, when a show has like reached its apex and it is now no longer good. Yes. Its best days are behind them. And I think we may be at that point for voting. Like We got to the point where it was, hey, is somebody going to get it 100%? Is somebody going to get it? And then it be, almost became... Yeah, let's let's have a guy like be that 100% so that maybe you're not the one or two people that didn't vote for someone mm -hmm. and Mariano became 100%. We're never going to see that again. No, I we agree. will never see 100% and now mm -hmm. because of these public ballots, people are like, "Well, I have a platform, so I might as well use it." And now they are making a whole big statement about the PED era and voting for guys who used the PEDs after the era kind of ended when suspensions began yeah. and it just becomes a shit show, for lack of a better term. I don't know. And and we've kind of lost the essence of what does it mean to be a Hall of Famer when you've got people kind of just going out there on a limb, doing their own thing, rather than forgetting what the purpose of this ballot is. I, I love that, and I love the fact that a lot of people know that they've got an audience on Twitter. They know they've yeah. got an audience on yeah. social media. And you're absolutely right. They're going to vote Gary Sheffield to see the reactions and to see how many clicks that for they the can clout. get. For the clout. Doing it, it for the – and yeah. that is not what it is for. Absolutely. So my issue with the argument – from that person who posted that. They said something uh, along the lines of, if you have to, if there's a debate on it, then you shouldn't be voting for them. And I'm like, okay, first of all, there's a debate for every single person. That's right. And second of all, you should be, there's, you should think so hard and debate internally about every single person you were thinking about voting for. It is yeah. your duty having the honor to vote for a Hall of Fame inductee. It's true. And, and I just want to see the flow chart that you went down to go, Gary Sheffield was the only one. Yeah. You know, what does the yes-no tree look like there? Seriously. It's, it's very confusing. Yeah. You're right. It, 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 it doesn't make sense uh, how, how some of these votes yeah. are, are gone about. To your point, Susie, about like, oh, you know, there's, a, there's detractors on everyone. Now, it's silly to say, well, Mariano Rivera played on a team that was really good, and all he had to do was get three outs in the ninth inning, and sometimes those weren't the best three hitters in the lineup, so really he racked up a lot of numbers that were cheap. 
It's not a very good argument, mm -hmm. but that exists. <laughs> That's an argument. Someone could say that. You know there's people in sports bars all around the country making that point, right? If we could look east at the Bronx right now, it just lit up in a mushroom cloud over <laughs> you say that even in jest, I'm telling you. It, yeah, <laughs> it, Someone from New York one. is going to clip that before you said, but that's just hypothetical, and uh, they're going to come burn down the DNVR bar. Hey, he heard himself shagging fly balls in the outfield. Clearly not an athlete, not a Hall of Famer. Like, like it's, it's ridiculous to, to think of something like that. So Todd Helton has the increase, a big 20.2% increase over last year. We had 52 even. Uh, previous year, 2021, 44.9. Previously, 29.2. He started out at 16.5% in his first year in 2019. That was 14th most on the ballot. Now he's number two on this ballot, trending upwards. Still 11 votes shy, but looking really good for next year. So good for next year. And, like, you know, we said this on the show earlier today. We have been saying this in the office because our coworkers keep asking, is it going to happen? Like, we're having yeah. all these people over. Is it going to happen? And we've been saying, you know, it's going to be so close. And if it's not this year, it's going to be next year. Absolutely. <laughs> we had, we had co we're having company over today, we're guys. We're having company over. <laughs> what, are we do what, what are we serving? Oh, you know, some really great, you know, avalanche nachos. We've got mm -hmm. the Bones Highland. <laughs> Uh, salmon burger, sushi great. It's delicious. And if you're diehard, you get 15% off. No, but I just slip into it sometimes. My, might I mention the poutine? <laughs> That's what you might had I today. mention that? I How did have did the, you poutine. Like the poutine. The poutine was fantastic. Kevin I haven't Henry, had that yet. Is, is this your first time here since the renovation? You know, it is actually. And welcome, it's, and, and welcome. And it's lovely. Thank you. There you go. Kevin's yes. very cultured. Uh, he just <laughs> came back from a trip from Europe. Yes, I'm Europe. so cultured. So cultured. That's why the poutine. Yes. Naturally. <laughs> Did you have a goblet of wine? Do we sell goblet? Does, do we know? Uh, I just Allie, brought my own does, everywhere. Does Breck Brew uh, have a goblet of wine yet? No, not yet. Do They're we even have it. wine at the bar? We will talk to them on You're gonna. That's your job. Yeah, I'll be there. We need a Breck Brew wine for our classy friends we, here. Are we talking about how we're doing our shows from Breck? Yeah. That's breaking. Breaking are you, news. Are you doing an ad read now for DNVR? Actually, tune into our show on Friday where we will be going live from Breckenridge Farmhouse in Littleton. Oh. That's it. That sounds good. Well, you're a BBWAA member. I am. And you had an article up on Fanside about who you would have voted for. Todd Helton's there. Absolutely. Um, Scott Rowland's there as well. Billy Wagner, too, right? Billy Wagner, Carlos Beltran, which I know is a little bit of a, you oh, know. surprised by that. Yeah, it is controversial. Explain yourself, Kevin. So, so here's the explaining. If you look okay. back at Beltran's early career uh -huh. before the sign-stealing scandal and everything else, he put up Hall of Fame numbers, in my opinion. Mm. So I absolutely would have voted for him. So, yeah, I actually picked five guys, uh, Roland, Helton, Wagner, uh, Beltran, and then, oh, boy. If you have to think about I it, know, it should be a Hall of Famer, I guess. Oh, I well. Need, I need look at the <laughs> Too bad, so Andrew, sad. Andrew Jones. Andrew, yeah. Oh, Andrew Jones, yeah. of course. That's a good yeah, pick. That's a good course. pick. Those were my five, but I would not have picked ten. Kevin, how far are you from being eligible to vote? I have seven more years to go. So, yep, so I'm trudging along. Now, That's will it. you be a public ballot guy? I will absolutely be a public ballot guy. But will you be a public, make a statement, give me the internet clout At, voting guy? I'm not going to be the Gary Sheffield guy. <laughs> no. I will not be the, the Manny and A-Rod guy. No. You know what? And if at that point it's just Nolan Arenado that somebody circles, I still won't do that. No. Yeah. You know, absolutely not. That's so, it. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. We're yeah. going to keep that. 
And if you ever stray from that, you remember we will when. sue you. Exactly. You're, you're going to be the Max Muncy guy. Like, I just voted just for Max Muncy. <laughs> and he gets one vote, but it's that guy. Yeah, That's, he's, yeah. A, he's a one vote I guy. I will die on the Max Muncy hill. The, yes. uh, the other results were uh, Billy Wagner, 68.1%. That looks really good for him yeah. uh, in his sixth year. Andrew Jones, 58.1%. Gary Sheffield, 55%. Carlos Beltran, who was definitely the biggest first year guy on the ballot uh got a lot more support than i thought because of the sign stealing thing yep. it also does let you know oh now all right now i'm getting upset because the the voters are okay with the sign stealing even though there were a lot of suspensions involved in it mm -hmm. but baseball looked the other way they also welcomed back those you know those those managers alex cora came back aj hinch mm -hmm. and you go all right fine they had to have a slap on the wrist we can forget that but instead of forgetting PEDs, they're actually holding these players accountable and, and, and looking at morality in something that the game really didn't give any slaps on the wrist to mm -hmm. until afterwards. So that's strange. Jeff Kent, 46.5%, final year on the ballot. It'll be interesting to see if he ever gets in with a veterans committee. Uh, I don't know agreed. if he's well-liked by teammates. I don't think he is, honestly. Yeah, that, that's the thing I kept hearing is that he just wasn't lovable. You what know, did Jeff I, I like Kent the people do this. to hurt everyone? Oh, there's plenty, let me tell you. Tory, Tory Hunter stays on the ballot. You got 6.9%. Uh, nice. Okay. There you go. Uh, Bronson Arroyo got a vote. R.A. Dickey got a vote. Lackey, Mike Napoli, and our very own Houston Street becoming only the second Rockies relief pitcher to ever get a Hall of Fame vote All right. after the Troy Hawkins. So he's off the ballot, but hey, he got a vote. That's he got a cool. vote. He just might it's an honor. Somewhere. It's an honor just to get a vote. It is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's honored to be on the ballot, which, again, when the president said that, I'm like, no, 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 don't give me that. Like, <laughs> hey, we had 28 guys who were honored to be on the ballot. None of them got in, but they got the honor of being on the ballot. <laughs> Good for you guys. That's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I want to get your opinion here before you go, Kev. Yeah. On the 2024 ballot next year, Gary Sheffield is in his 10th year. Do you think he'll benefit a little bit like Larry Walker did? It was his 10th year, and everyone kind of gets on the bus. I don't think it's enough, though. As Ooh. far as Sheffield goes, I really don't. I think there's only three guys that get in next year. If I'm looking ahead, my okay. prediction, Helton is obviously one. I think Wagner, and then you've got Adrian Beltre mm -hmm. coming on the ballot next year. So I think that the, you're going to have a first ballot guy and then two uh, leftovers joining. Very him. interesting. Throwing that out there. I mean, nothing against Gary Sheffield personally, but like after the Gary Sheffield ballot guy, <laughs> I kind of hope he never gets <laughs> Gary Sheffield ballot There's going to be some just, guy just, going, just, it was my vote that, that pushed him over the edge. It was me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about Joe Maurer? He's another one of those names. That could get a little support, but not first ballot. I'm not as huge on Joe Maurer as, as other folks, but Same. I could see him getting a lot of support. Same. I, I think he. I think he's a guy who will get in, but he's not going to be a first ballot guy. No way. All right. So who are the three again that are getting next year? Uh, book your plans. The next Todd summer? Father, of course. Yes. Mm -hmm. Billy Wagner, and then uh, Adrian Beltre. Let's do Those it. Those are my three. Let's see. A lot of people from Texas showing up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At the Hall of Fame, in addition to a lot of people from Colorado who will now be able to make plans because. The Larry Walker induction thing was so haphazard and last minute and everything. So, mm -hmm. Kevin, you know what? You you can you can keep that vote. And if you want to just have a Max Muncy vote, I know you will defend it with honor, and you've you've earned that right. Because there's no bigger Max Muncy fan, you know, than me. You know that. <laughs> a huge Max Muncy. Big Muncy man. Big Muncy. <laughs> Always good to see you both. Always. Thank good. you so much, Kevin. Always. Thanks, good. Kevin. All right. See ya. Check is in the mail.
and you know, if you want to send us any checks, it's 2239 East Colfax. Look, that's our address? Yes. <laughs> you don't have the address down? No, I only know the Bacchus and Shanker phone number. You've had mail <laughs> sent here to you. They, people, I tell them to look it up. She had, like, what? I'm like, I don't know what the address is. It's Colfax in York. Figure it out. Look it up. I don't want your freebies, but. Um, I've got, like, nice mail here, too. Can we grab another guest? Yes, yeah, we can, we can go ahead and um, grab someone who, who is on deck. Uh, hopefully, who is they, on deck? they know they're on deck. Kurt Wells is a good candidate. Evan, can you grab Kurt? There we go. Um, but yeah, we've got these watch parties going on. All the every week, we've got a new Hall of Fame, you know, uh, candidate uh, that's ready to go in. But no, we've got Nuggets uh, party going down tonight. Avs play. Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. You get 15% off if you are a diehard. Access to the diehards only Discord. Where we're having such amazing conversations about all kinds of things, all the sports. Uh, so if you're watching Nuggets and Pelicans down there at the Smoothie King Center, you know that Adam and the whole crew, they're going to be talking about it over on the DNVR Sports channel on YouTube. You get 20% off DNVR Locker, 20% off all the tailgates that we've got going on as well. For the Avs fans out there, you know it's Avalanche Ale season, and for very good reason, because they blend the, the pale and chocolate caramel malts in a well-rounded, flavorful beer. Uh, absolutely delicious. What's different about Breck Brew? besides the fact that they've got the Avalanche Ale going on, but they are a 100% entirely Colorado company and made with 100% renewable energy. you got to support them. Make sure you check them out. Go to breckbeer.com to find out where you can get Breck Beer near you with their Breck Beer locator. And if you're uh, putting some, some money on the line this weekend and the NFL Conference Championships are ready to rock and roll, so you only got a few more shots before the big game begins on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Kurt, all you got to do, place a $5 bet this weekend on the NFL. And guess what? If you win, you get $200 in free bets instantly, but only with code DNVR. That's the key with that. Done deal. It's a done deal. It's a gimme. Who is your take this weekend? Who do you like going on to the next round? Keep in mind... Susie is an Eagles fan, and she did take her clip on nails off. Got to go so. with Susie. Uh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> He's e just whoever Susie's rooting for. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles, Bengals. But uh, if Susie disputes that, I, I could easily be persuaded otherwise. Okay. No, Bengals, Eagles. That, that's who mm -hmm. I have. It's fantastic. They've got these stepped-up same-game parlays. So even if you're like, well, I don't want to just pick on the winner. I want to pick on a couple things. Uh, more legs you add, the more money you can win. It's fantastic. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you do. All you got to do is make a $5 NFL bet this weekend, and when it wins, $500, excuse me, $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for what? details. Kurt, when you walked into the it's bar the today, <laughs> did you think we were going to have the same reaction we did back in January of 2020 and celebrate like we did for Larry Walker, him getting into the Hall of Fame. I wasn't getting my hopes up. I, I, I felt somewhat confident, but I didn't come in with, I was prepared to be disappointed. Let me put it that way. <laughs> That's a sad way of looking that at it. It is a sad way of looking yeah. at it, but I feel like we can all relate to that. Yeah, it, you know, it, I think we've learned over the years, those guys that don't make their, their ballots public yeah. are the ones that uh, don't vote for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They don't That's want true. everyone to know. They only put one guy on the ballot or whatever. Yeah. So I was prepared, but 11 votes, he's going to get there. Yeah. This, this, it's, a good, it's a good way of describing 
the beginning of 2023, prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> Colorado Rockies baseball. I think that could be the slogan. I don't know if they're going to want to use it. They can have it if they want it. If they want to trademark it, uh, could be could be a little disappointing for that. But 11 votes, he misses by. You're a guy that's that's been here for a very long time. Close ties with the uh, Rockies organization. You you feel for Todd, or or do you know? He understands what the deal is, and it's just a it's just a waiting game. Or is it really hard to just wait and keep getting told no, essentially, year after year? I think Todd probably got his hopes up a little bit with the preliminary numbers. Yeah. But I don't think he went into this year expecting to get in, having only received 52% last year. That's right. He made a big jump. He's getting close. He's got to be feeling really good about where he stands right now. Huge jump. Huge jump. Yeah. I love this jump. Yeah. yeah. He's way ahead of where Walker was at this point. Yeah, very true. Um, Larry Walker didn't cross the 50% mark until year nine. Wow. So that late. and then The it became, audacity. Yeah. The yeah. audacity of yeah. voters. He, uh, he, he broke the glass ceiling there, I guess. What, what would it be? The, the glass atmosphere, I guess, because we're so high up at altitude? <laughs> that might be what we'd have to call it. So, yeah, and then everyone jumped on board because it's his 10th year, and they want to feel like, yeah, I, I voted for Larry Walker when he got in. I think that could be the case next year for Todd Helton because you – a lot of people saying, oh, he only needs a couple more to get across the finish line. Right. I want to be a part of that. Doesn't mean he'll get 90 next year, but he should be a, a pretty much a, a slam dunk, to use a very popular baseball term, to get across Is 75%. Is he not on pace for 90% next year? <laughs> no, no I, don't, I don't think he would get another, like, 20% boost um, in not, any way. we got to order the Helton 2024 T-shirts. Could be, yeah. There you go. Yeah, one of the one of the interesting things with Todd Helton's case, what's different with Larry Walker, Walker being the first Rocky to get in, so again breaks the glass atmosphere yes. uh, for the entire franchise. But Helton, he's got the quote unquote stink on him of being a lifetime Rocky. Whereas you got okay, yeah. lifetime Rocky, that only means fifty percent of your games are at Coors Field. But Larry Walker, only a third of his games were at Coors Field. You say, ah, oh, he was in Montreal for a while, a little bit there in St. Louis. So, you know, there, there's almost more, just as much maybe, for Helton to overcome as Larry Walker did. Right. Do, do you feel like some of that stigma, though, is going away? There's been a lot written in recent years and just the past few years about the difficulty of hitting on the road when you do play for the Rockies. Yeah. And I think they're starting to see a little bit of change in the way people are looking at Rockies players based on that. Um, and I think that's helping Helton as, just as much as Walker getting in, which has helped him some as well. Yeah, yeah. That the, that course field hangover business is is so huge. More and more people are learning about it. Right, they're they're kind of understanding the, the yeah. disadvantages of playing at altitude, uh, and just how challenging that can be on the body in general. But you're right. It's it's still taking some time. There's still like. Eh, he's just how much does it drive you crazy that people hold Coors Field against Todd Helton more than they do guys who've been suspended for PEDs is that oh, seem like the biggest double standard we've had in a while absolutely and, I, and I'm going to take it to another place with Please. that holding it the Matt Holiday 2007 Jimmy Rollins getting the MVP over yep. Matt that that was just if you look at the stats Matt's road stats were better than Jimmy Rollins' overall stats. I mean, if there's ever been a situation where a guy really got penalized for being at Coors Field, that was, you know, that was the epitome of it right there. And so Todd's, you know, he's got that fight against and everything, but 11 votes, he's going to get in. Yeah. 
Gotta believe. Yeah, it's, he's right there. He is so close. Yeah, we absolutely. knew it would be so close, but what's yep. what's wild too to think about is you know if people kind of recognized Todd Helton earlier in the game and maybe he gets in year one again. Hey, that would be great. Why not? Or year two. And again, that's another thing. Not a lot of people talk about first ballot Hall of Fame guys. We throw that around as a term, like oh, all time, you know, no doubt. But at the same time, no one remembers what year guys were voted in. Joe DiMaggio got in on his fourth ballot. Like, yeah. Who cares, really, right? I mean, it's surprising, but also, who cares? He's in. Larry Walker, yeah. he's in. Once he's you're in, you're in. It doesn't matter yeah, how totally. long it took you to get in. You're just in. Exactly. Right. But if Helton had gotten in in year one or year two in 2020, how much does the narrative change for a guy like Nolan Arenado, who I think really wanted to look at bigger and better things and said, hey, I, I'm looking to be uh, a kind of a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm thinking about my legacy, and mm -hmm. I don't know if that legacy can be here with Colorado, probably mostly because of the organization at that time. But I think some of that had to do with the fact that Larry hadn't even gotten in yet, and he already saw what, was, what Todd Helton was up against. So I was like, you know what? I, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. I need to go somewhere else to really be treated on my own. I think that was part of the factor in his decision as well. That's a good point. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but that very well could affect guys' decisions in the future and, and uh, thinking about leaving Colorado when they see it, Helton get in. Mm -hmm. Good point. We had a, a little ballot that went out to everybody to vote uh, on, on what they think should happen. Uh, I'm curious for you, Do you uh, would you like to see the Rockies have some kind of Hall of Fame or Ring of Fame, something like that, a museum? It, you know, Hall of Fame sounds really illustrious, but just some kind of museum other than that 200 level, which not everybody gets a chance to actually be a part of and see. Yeah. Do you think that's something that this organization you know, may need to do here in the near future? Absolutely. We're closing in on 30 years as a franchise. A lot of history. We, we've got uh, the Blake Street Bombers. You know, I mean, things like that in our history that should be recognized, and absolutely that should happen. I, I've heard talk that, uh, that McGregor Square will be an ideal place for that. Mm -hmm. Probably a better place, really, than Coors Field, you know, for accessibility That's to right. fans and so forth. And, yeah, I agree that that absolutely should happen and that, that we've got plenty of history now to celebrate, to make it happen where, you know, if you talked about it 15 years ago, you might have felt like, well, there just <laughs> isn't that much to look at. But there definitely is now, I think, that the time is right to open that up. Wouldn't yeah. that be a great 30th birthday present for the Rockies? Do you know, do you know something we don't? Spoiler? I wish we get one this I knew year? something. We're going to have to, we've been saying we're going to have to build one ourselves. May have right. to. There you go. I, I, the DNVR. I, I, instead of McGregor Square, it. let's put it in the DNVR. DNVR yes. Museum. We're ready. We're going to get the Crocs yeah. that We've the guys were wearing this year. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. The bat that Kyle Freeland used to smash out the light in the dugout. I'm sure you might have some uh, some really good artifacts. You're, you're someone who, uh, again, knows Charlie Blackman fairly well. I know he'd be honored by this. This is something I've been saying for a couple years now. With him being a lifelong Rocky, and I don't see him going anywhere else. Right. Should his number 19 get retired? I don't personally feel you have to be a Cooperstown Hall of Famer to have right. your number retired and be honored. Do you think that, that he should be honored in that way, number 19, I, should I, never be worn again? I have never thought about that, but I would be 100% behind that based on the fact that he spent his entire career here, as you mm -hmm. said. He's been a great Rockies player, a great representative of the city and the team. Right. Um, yeah, I, I love that idea. I never even thought about that. But, you know, as Charlie... Uh, before he was even playing with the Rockies, was a friend of mine. And a couple of years into his uh, 
career with the Rockies, I probably couldn't have told you what number he was. I've never <laughs> been a numbers guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a finance guy. I'm a huge numbers guy. But uniform numbers, I'm really bad with them. Some people are into it. Other, other folks are like, I don't really yeah. care. I'm, I'm almost in the middle where I'm like, I feel like I should know, but I, I don't always know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't tell you some of the great Rockies players from the past, what their numbers were up. Wouldn't be able to roll them out. Sure. I do know Charlie's 19, though. Helen. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be that would be really appropriate to to honor him, to honor the the franchise, and I think it honors fans who say like, yeah, that number 19 is Charlie Blackman. Let yes. me tell you a story, and that's yeah. how it starts. That's how you pass the game down yeah. from generation to generation. Yeah. Absolutely. Charlie would be very very deserving of it, though. Um, he he's put up some incredible numbers. You know, his season and. I'm getting off track here, but the season he uh, broke the all-time leadoff hitter RBI record with 103 RBIs from the leadoff spot. That's right. That could arguably be the best leadoff season anybody's ever had in the history of Major League Baseball. That's right. And he did it as a Colorado Rocky. And uh, he, he, he combined a lot of the things he's done in his career together. And it's deserving. I, I like your idea. I mean, you got, you got Todd Helton. He's got most of the, the franchise records. Yeah. I mean, Charlie's right there with, with so many yeah, of them. Yeah, he's top five now and everything pretty mm -hmm. much are getting there. That's going it. Going to be before this year is over. You got to recognize yeah. that greatness. So yep. uh, you, you, we recognize your greatness, Kurt. Appreciate you joining <laughs> us here. Uh, yeah, thanks, Kurt. Uh, on the DNVR Rockies podcast. Thanks for having me. Podcast. Are you, tomorrow, if anyone wants to hang out with Kurt some more, are you going to be at the uh, Blake, Blake Street, Street Tavern, Tavern tomorrow? Lunchtime, noon. Uh, just sitting around talking baseball. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what we love to do. Informal. Absolutely. Yeah. Kurt, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have to see if we can get you some pins and aces gear since that's the uh, the official <laughs> uh, golf apparel partner of uh, DNVR. We love our pins and aces gear, and, and we get tons of compliments on and off the golf course. It's a family-owned golf and apparel business right here in Colorado. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags. Even your favorite beer sleeve or seltzer sleeve, if you are so inclined. It's a great product that you just tuck it inside your golf bag, and boom, you are, you are locked and loaded, ready to go around all 18 holes. Check out pinsandaces.com and use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Backus and Shanker, they are here to help. If you've been hurt, they will win for Colorado families. They've been doing it in Colorado for over 25 years. They've got 30 lawyers on staff, over 100 uh, staff in general there. They're doing it in neighborhoods, uh, neighborhood offices all around the state, Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins. They are free until they win you money. Seriously, no upfront fee to speak of uh, about your case. They'll talk to you uh, beforehand. No fees while they're working on it. No fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients, and they're, uh, they're helping you out with all kinds of injury cases that weren't your fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, ride shares, pedestrians, trucks, they can help if you've been injured at work. Call them at Troy Tulowitzki's number. That's it, 222-2222. That's it, 222-2222. To, to find out if you have a case for free, Bacchus and Shanker wins. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. No one knows that better than Matthew Replinger. He's going to get some great seats, floor seats, 50-yard line, you name it. But the thing, of, uh, the reason why Matthew Replinger is so smart for using Game Time tickets is because he waits. He'll wait till about an hour until an event, and he'll get his seats with about 60% off. For the start of the event, first pitch, you name it, 
I've done it before, but not as good as Matthew Repplinger has with Game Time tickets. He's one of over 15 million folks who've downloaded the Game Time app and have scored the best seats to all of his favorite events and all of their favorite events. Matt is like, do not implicate me in your ad read. <laughs> you know, big Game Time tickets fan, Matt? Come no, on, no, of course he of course is. I am. Yeah. Whatever it takes. I'm, Matthew, I'm you're disappointed, but are you hopeful? Because it's next a sure year, thing. It's not next year, the year after, but I think next year is the year I do. Don't jinx us and say the year after. Like oh, it's got to be Gosh, right? eleven more votes. Like that's it. That's gonna be. It's gonna be the swing that we need. Well, that, that's easy for us to work on at the winter meetings. There's enough writers there we can talk to to try to push him over the edge. Uh, he's he's due. He's. We know he had the career, so it's just a matter of time. You're someone who you know you've worked with the Rockies before, and uh, pretty much all Major League Baseball teams uh, with. Uh, I forget the proper name. Yoga. What's your yoga company called? Uh, Pro Positive Yoga. Pro Positive Yoga. So mm -hmm. I mean, you've, you've you've been around the game. You've talked with a lot of people. You know your history of Colorado baseball. Just the history of Colorado baseball. Oh yeah. As uh, baseball in Denver, images of America. You got to check out that book. He wrote it got something else uh, that you're working on so maybe you can put this in a historical context what it would mean for Todd Helton to get into the Hall of Fame obviously only the second Rocky to ever do that but it just in general in a more you know grand scheme of things what it means to this state this baseball loving state to get acknowledged by having one of their own in Todd Helton make it to Cooperstown I don't mean everything because Todd was our first draftee you know by the club as much as we love Larry Walker yeah. uh, he wasn't originally a Rocky, of course. So for Todd to get in, I think, you know, that iconic uh, Rocky would mean everything. It would be great for our fandom. Uh, it would give us, uh, it, it, it would solidify the fact that the Rockies are at least, a, you know, it took us 30 years to get, you know, one of our draftees in, yeah. but he deserves it. And maybe only the fifth best quarterback we've drafted. <laughs> uh, True. Is Ryan McMahon uh, higher than Todd Helton? Ooh, well, that's he didn't tough. play Division One, so technically. Oh. I know. Kenneth Weber and I were just talking about that. There's so many. Like Michael Vick was yep. a Rockies draft pick. Uh, of course, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Kyle Seth Parker. Smith. Kyle Parker was probably the best one. Mm -hmm. um, well, which, which, means, which means that both Manning brothers in college had a Rockies outfielder. Todd Helton did make his debut as an outfielder as their backup. <laughs> Cade Manning had Todd Helton at the University of Tennessee, and at Ole Miss, Eli Manning had Seth Smith. Mm -hmm. All right, we're putting together a baseball team or a football team here. <laughs> it's crazy. Ah. That's actually so funny. Look, it never limited Deion Sanders, so let's, let's throw him into the conversation. <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. You make such a great point, too, with that, Matt, because, Matthew, because um, Larry Walker gets in, and you go, oh, finally, the Rockies are acknowledged as a team. But you can also say that some folks go, yeah, but he was only partially a Rocky. So you know what? That doesn't fully count all the way. And I think when you, you know, when your team or organization or fans like the Rockies, you might have a complex like, man, we always get overlooked. Is this another example? Because he's a homegrown guy. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's being overlooked it, again. It helps diffuse the Coors Field effect too. Yeah. So that's, mm -hmm. that's good news. Because since Humidor, uh, the Rockies uh, shouldn't be played by that. Yeah. So although... Of course, the ball still flies here, but not like it used to. Yeah. So. It's such a tired argument. Mm -hmm. You know? Tired. It's yeah. such I'm a tired sorry that argument. I brought it up. I know, right? TRD, tired. Yeah, we don't, because we don't do vowels we don't here. Do vowels here. Who can, in this economy, who <laughs> can afford them? Get yeah, out of here. <laughs> nope, def definitely can't do that. After Todd Helton, who do you think might be the next 
Rocky to get in the Hall of Fame? Or are you going to dip back into the past and say maybe a guy like Dale Murphy gets in through a veterans committee? Are we going to have to wait all the way until a guy like Nolan Arenado gets in? Where do you see it? It could be a while. could be a wait. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I mean, Nolan, I think, is a sure thing. Yeah. Um, but, gosh, I... Dale Murphy, I think, is next. You're right. You brought up the two that are that are looming. Um, I can't think of any, sadly, hmm. yeah. know, players over the last 20 years that deserve even a even a ballot. Well, there's there's some guys coming up that will be on ballots. You know, holidays coming up, cargo, two again. Those guys will be on ballots, but. Holiday is probably the one that you could see sticking around for a couple years. Maybe the conversation builds on him. It, he will be very interesting to see mm. what happens because I, I could see him actually getting in on like a 10th ballot, if not maybe sooner. Yeah. Um, played in New York, played in St. Louis. Those are both hotbeds for voters. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. He was actually better with the Rockies in the postseason than he was with the Cardinals or the Yankees. He didn't even and play with the Yankees. Could could the value of his son somehow add value to him? Ooh. Because his son was his drafted number one right. overall last mm -hmm. season. What if he becomes a huge deal? And everyone's like, oh, but his dad. Remember, his dad was really good, too. That, maybe, that actually, maybe that's some good cachet. That, yeah. yeah, that would spark some memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. I, I, I do like that. He's, uh, he's definitely a potential. But, uh, yeah, I think it might have to be Dale Murphy. And, and then he won't be on the... I forget what the, the Veterans Committee is called now, the Contemporary Baseball Era mm -hmm. Committee. Uh, that won't be until 2025. Yeah. He, he got a couple votes. Um, yeah. I think he ended up getting like six. He needed to end up having 12, so he had half the, the support from the committee of, of 16. Um, of resentments towards the former group. That I was advocating for my friend Maury Wills to get into the Hall of Fame sure. before he passed away and we fell short. Um, but no, Dale Murphy is probably one that is deserving. Yeah. And you know what? The, 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 the other side of the coin with that is like, well, he was a Rocky for 24 games or was it 24 at-bats? Like it was <laughs> so <laughs> short and it was like, hey, just come over and play and yeah. we'll see. Every team has those guys where you go, oh, he went, like Fred McGriff's getting in this year. Dodger? Oh, yeah, he was a Dodger for a, for a minute. minute. Yeah. Cubs, <laughs> oh, yeah, another Cub in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but you don't think of them like that. He was Toronto and Atlanta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he was a Padre, too. Yeah, right. Um, that was early on in his career. Sure, yeah. he was very good. Um, so, yeah, you know, if the Rockies get a Dale Murphy like that, mm -hmm. who just kind of sneaks in and, and most people go, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> sure, why not? Everybody else can do it. But does that even Greg help Vaughan. the Rockies' case at that point? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Is that Absolutely. even a benefit hey, to the we've Rockies? we've got three Hall of Famers. Uh, someday <laughs> we'll be able to say that right now. Someday. Now, now it's, it's still Jim fun. Leland. Jim Leland is a guy who you could see getting in. Yeah. Who has that resume? I did write about that. That's mm -hmm. one of those unlocked articles, so you don't have to be a diehard to read it. Uh, about his resume, because he's got a lot of wins. Um, yeah. uh did he win a World Series with the Tigers? No, he. I don't think he has the, the World Series just yet. Uh, no. No, he does. He did Marlins. He yeah, went with the Marlins, the Marlins in 97. 97. But he made it uh, to the NLCS, the Pirates, uh, mm -hmm. lost to the Braves, 91. Um, I mean, it, and he's revered within baseball, so there's a possibility Leland does get in at some point. But. And you got uh, gold medal there uh, with 
uh, Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Mm -hmm. He was the manager last year, or the last time we had it, in 2017. So he's got enough of a resume that uh, I, th I, I think his, his time with the Rockies may hurt his cause, but ultimately he, <laughs> he is a legitimate case to you know, potentially get in. He lived at Coors Field that season. He All literally right. was always he there. He did. Guys, would you rather be in the Hall of Fame or have a, an Olympic gold medal? Ooh, baseball Hall of Fame or? Or Olympic gold medal. I know what my answer is. What's your answer? Um, I mean, I. Hall of Fame. For me. <laughs> I, I would rather be in the Baseball Hall of Fame than be good at, like, cross-country skiing and then, you know, shooting at a target. And that's, no, no, I don't want to disparage folks I grew there. up a huge Tommy Moe fan. I love Bodie Miller. If okay. we were in downhill skiing or something to that effect, that would be a pretty neat thing to hang on to. But mm -hmm. being I've been working in baseball my whole life, I, I think Hall of Fame takes the cake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. For me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Would you want to win a gold medal in the uh, World Baseball Classic? Any any value to that? Gold medal in the World Baseball Classic or silver medal in the Olympics? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, my high school teammate, Nate Field, former Rocky. Tall guy, uh, right? Yeah, he's 6'7". Six, no, six, not eight? that tall. Not okay. that tall. He's 6'2", he's maybe. One of a few. A short king yeah. at 6'2". <laughs> but one of the, one of the original Colorado-born players to play for the Rockies. Correct. Yes, uh, Mark Knutson has won Ulster. Mm -hmm. uh, but Field played in 2009 in, for the Olympic, uh, 2008, whatever the USA team was, uh, pre-World Baseball, after the world, first World Baseball Classic, but then before the next one. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, will you be at the World Baseball in Phoenix? We're still trying to set our schedule. Yeah. Phoenix would be the one that we go to if, uh, if we did to any. So I would like to be. It's, it's a Miami's bucket list thing. To be Miami's very one. tough. But, but it, it, that one's doable to go to the Phoenix one. So yeah. I'm yeah. going to try to be there for sure. Have tickets even gone on sale for something like that? I'm curious. I don't believe so. Last year, the last time there was a World Baseball Classic, I was buying tickets the day of. And I was only I was flying solo. So yeah. it's easy, you know. Just oh, yeah. In. And um, I went to every game in San Diego, and then I went to wow. all the games in L.A. And it was one of the coolest baseball tournaments I've That's ever, awesome. That's ever seen. So it's That's worth so checking cool. out. Yeah, I'm so excited for the World Baseball Classic. It's going to be a good one this year. Of course, year. I have a stupid wedding to go to right in the but middle of all of it. But you'll be in Miami. I'm going to be in Miami, but I can't go. be in Miami too long. It's dangerous sure. for me. <laughs> is Miami like Las Vegas in that way? Everything is everything is my Las Vegas. <laughs> we did the winter. So. Right, we were at the winter meetings in 2018, right? Like mm -hmm. Vegas is a three-day thing. If you're in Vegas longer than three days, which I'm also about to be for a different bachelorette party. Oof. I know. Yeah. I might not make it, it to this this season. Where <laughs> so you got Todd Helton at about like 98% getting in next year, if not the year after. You got uh, over under that 98% mark. Will Las Vegas get one of the new expansion teams when that time comes here in the next couple seasons? No. You're going under 98? Uh, yeah, I okay. think, I think. well, I, my belief is that Oakland is going to mm. Las Vegas. I don't think Oakland's going to rally from a, a city politics standpoint to get a stadium. And I think Oakland is going to go to Vegas. I think Tampa Bay is headed to maybe Nashville or maybe Montreal. I don't know. Mm. But uh, I think the expansion teams are going to be uh, Portland or Nashville or one of the Carolina options. But who, who's to say? Yeah. No, Manfred's not going to make a decision until no. they figure out what's going on mm -hmm. in, in Tampa Oakland and Tampa. in Oakland. For sure. Um, but I do see Vegas getting a team. Yeah. yeah. 100%.
I just don't think it's going to be an expansion team. I could be wrong. Interesting. So you you don't like possums, right? I think that's what we've established. You don't like possums? Well, but he doesn't think Oakland should have a team anymore. Because, of the, exactly. because, because of the possums? Because the possums are falling box? out of the press box? Is that why? That, yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> wow. It is the worst stadium in baseball next to Tampa Bay. <laughs> it's like the if Coliseum they kept the vet is, alive. Ugh. You're you're a very inclusive person, but you're awesome. A you're <laughs> also a possumist, so I wouldn't wow. pay you for one. We're, Matthew and I are in a fight now. Matthew is he's welcoming of all types except possums. Wow. That's wow, it. Wow, wow, wow. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> We're oh, ending on pleasure. a bad note. We'll, we'll see you here next year. We're gonna have you on next I'm year. I'm for as Philly well. this weekend. Hey, yeah. thank you. That's the correct yeah. thing to say. I'm always uh, happy to come on. It's great to be with you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, Matthew. <laughs> Thanks, uh, fantastic. I don't know if we've got one more guest back there. Kenneth, Kenneth decided to stick around. Can you grab Kenneth for us? All right, yeah, we're going to put our guests to work we'll and get, get them grabbing We'll get other Kenneth guests. Weber. Uh, yeah, that's how we do it. That's we're how good. we do it. It's smart. It's very, it's very efficient. So, unfortunately, we don't have our second Hall of Famer mm -hmm. uh, for the, the Rockies. What team do you think has the most Hall of Famers of the, of the other three major teams between Broncos, Nuggets, and Avs? Ooh, um, great question. Thank you. I am going Just to... Just go with your gut. You I'm going to guess the Broncos? Yes, you'd be and, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they got 14 Hall of Famers most recently. John Lynch and Peyton Manning got in mm -hmm. in 2021, but most notably, John Elway, mm -hmm. all 16 years Who? Who's in that? Denver. Oh the, <laughs> the, the car guy. The guy who owns a, a couple of the dealerships. Oh, oh, dealership wow. wow. All right, between Avs and Nuggets, who do you think has more Hall of Famers? Nuggets? I would have guessed Avs, but you are right. All right. 11 I've... Nuggets Hall of Famers. Uh, and when I when I talked to Harrison Wind about it, he was like, I mean, are you really going to count Tim Hardaway? I mean, he, he was a Nugget for like a year. Mm -hmm. They've got a couple of those guys. So there's 11 Nuggets Hall of Famers and only six from the Avs, which I was surprised. I thought there would have been a couple more than yeah. that. Uh, we only got one Hall of Famer, Kenneth. Scott Rowland. Were you surprised that we got Rowland? Because there was even some thought that we would have nobody with the way that these projection systems look. And you say, hey, public ballot is this. But once those private ones come in, I think Roland could get knocked down to 75. Did you think that was a real realistic chance? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I don't think they're shy about not having anybody be elected into the hall. It's happening no. more and more recently as the years have gone along. So um, I'm not surprised Roland got in because it's just one of those things where the steam keeps on building for these players and the case keeps getting made better and better each and every year. And I, I thought Roland has been a Hall of Famer since he retired. Mm -hmm. I think that he has predominantly been almost a, that good in between from Brooks Robinson to Nolan Arenado and what it is now. And you, in, you inarguably have the best defensive third baseman that's a middle of the order bat. And that's what Roland was his entire career. So to see him get in, I think is deserving. But I also think it's deserving that Helton will get in. But the same way that the steam was built up for Roland over time, this is unfortunately just another steam year for Helton. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to be a steamy year. Now we're all <laughs> fired up from this whole, just from this whole day in general. Mm -hmm. Sure. I think, I think, I think you're right about having a lot of steam coming into the 2024 so if, year. Uh, is my math right? I'm trying to do it off the top of my head. Mm. Always next, a Yeah. <laughs> next year will be the 30th season for the Colorado Rockies at Coors Field. So we still have a 30th type of anniversary it's the 30th season mm -hmm. and then todd will be getting in that would be nice that's part of the in, in, ingenious thing of of the ballot which pretty much has been happening um since the first one if you get five percent you stay on the ballot mm -hmm. 
and you make it steamier and steamier. And people start talking about you. We need to say steam more. Well, you said steamier. So, I mean, that's it. That's, that's the title of the book. Uh, steamier. <laughs> steamier. Hunting down everyone who didn't vote for Todd Helm in the 2023 and Baseball Hall of Fame And making them pay. Yeah. Sub parentheses. And making them pay. Steam Is this going to be a documentary or just a TikTok or a TikTok documentary? TikToks and documentaries are the same thing. Uh, well, you're going to be an executive producer <laughs> since you <laughs> said the phrase steam year. So you're, you're getting in on this. Got it. This is Congratulations. fantastic. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. We'll split up the country I'm in three ways. looking forward to the royalties. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll hunt these people down. <laughs> um, yeah. Is it, it? Do you think there's a, any chance that we have to wait until 2025? Or, or it's like there's almost no way. It feels very unlikely. Yeah. Um, so, I, and without having to dig into it enough, Adrian Beltre is kind of the name next year, mm -hmm. right? Right. Because that's the thing that you always have to keep into consideration. And I think what has been a problem with Hall of Fame voting for quite a while now is there's been a logjam. Um, Big time. Every single year you're seeing the same names. And so because these same names are getting the attention on the ballot, other names are getting left behind. Somebody like Jim Edmonds not going past the first ballot is a byproduct of that. I so. don't think he's necessarily a Hall of Famer, but you would have thought he would have been on it a couple times. Exactly. Kenny Lofton, one ballot, one and done. Yeah. That's pretty surprising. Yeah, and so it's not to say that I think they would have eventually gotten in, right. but they would have still been in the conversation. And that's a big part of the whole thing, is you're on there for 10 years, and the case keeps building for these players over time. If you're done after one, there's no longer the opportunity until you're a dinosaur and the Veterans Committee comes into play, <laughs> which is a whole other weird wrinkle in all. Yeah. Helton's not going to be at that point. Yeah. And there's no big wave of a Bonds, a Clemens, a Sosa, a McGuire all being around him at the same time. So I think next year it's very safe to say that he'll be getting it as long as he doesn't have a Kurt Schilling meltdown. Yes. That's the one thing yeah. that can do to ruin the whole problem. Does he have Twitter? I don't think I've ever seen Todd Helton on Twitter. I so don't think I've seen him on Twitter. I think we might be okay. We'll check TikTok at least. Is he, is he truth social? Anyway, um, <laughs> so next year's ballot, as you pointed out, Adrian Beltre, the big name, mm -hmm. should be first ballot, no yeah, doubt. Mm -hmm. Joe Maurer, he'll get some support. I think there's going to be a lot of people on the East Coast with support for Chase Utley, rightfully so. David Wright, uh, didn't have that long of a career. Bartolo Colon, I don't know if he's officially retired, but he, <laughs> he is no eligible. No one knows. He is yeah. eligible. Uh, you've got Adrian Gonzalez, Jose Bautista, Jose Reyes, legendary Rocky shortstop, mm -hmm. Victor Martinez, James Shields, Brandon Phillips. Those guys probably should be on the ballot, as well as Matt Holliday. Do you think Matt Holliday is a guy who could pick up some steam over time? Maybe maybe it's not the same. Again, we talked about how Larry Walker, it wasn't until year nine that he got the 50, 50 percentile mark. Mm -hmm. I think Walker had a better career than Matt Holliday, but still... Do you think we'll see Matt Holiday around for a couple ballots? He feels like the type of guy that at least should be making it past that first ballot. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. it will keep on going. Do I think off the top of my head Matt Holiday would have enough to be a Hall of Famer? Probably not. You know, that's the, the sure. sad part about it. But for a 10-year retrospect and to have 10 years to talk about Matt Holiday's accomplishments and, okay, here's why we can make the case and look back on how great of a player he was, mm -hmm. that's a whole part of being nominated in the first place. And I think that yeah. he will have that and should stick around. Think uh, of the 10 years of conversation around whether or not he touched home. Oh, God. I don't want <laughs> I am not looking love forward that. to that. Think I about the that. Twitter discourse and how annoying it would be. So the what? silver lining, if he doesn't get past the first ballot, is you don't have to hear about that, <laughs> is no. what I'm hearing. You know what, Matt? You've already touched home plate. Now go ahead and touch your own plaque in Cooperstown. 
boom, let's book nice. it. Branding we, over here. Look got, at this guy. We've got a second pro project after the whole Steam Year documentary we're working on. This is great. So You uh, are just our creative muse right now. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I just have to say a Steam and then Patrick goes off. So. Let's go, baby. <laughs> There's one other player that I don't think will make the ballot, but we should acknowledge him a little bit. Uh, just like Ubaldo Jimenez was not on this year's ballot and was eligible, you know, uh, you can make the case that he should be on it. They, there's room for 40 guys, but there was only 28 this year. Mm -hmm. You could have snuck on Ubaldo. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but uh, next year's ballot, the player with the most home runs for someone born and raised in Colorado, Chase Headley. Uh, 130 home runs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, 130 jacks for him. 2025 ballot is interesting. You got Ichiro, first ballot. No, no doubt, right? Has to be 100%. That's yeah. the that's the the inner circle that Ichiro is in. Yeah. Now it's lame Yo. that 100% is so uncommon, but he should be 100%. Yeah. Susie's brought up a great point about hey, there's always detractors. There's gonna be detractors for Ichiro. Like, well, he didn't play his whole career here. Yeah, but when he did, he had 3,000 hits. Yeah. But you know, there's gonna be people saying that. Yeah. And those people are dummies. Yeah. CeCe Sabathia, not a dummy, but on the 25-hour. <laughs> Brian McCann, Dustin Pedroia, Ian Kinsler, Felix Hernandez, Haley Ramirez, Curtis Granderson, Russell Martin, Fernando Rodney, and two Rockies legends, Mark Reynolds and Ian Desmond. No, wait, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> oh. uh, two Rockies legends, Troy Tulowitzki, Carlos Gonzalez yes. in 2025. That would be cool. That would be cool. Do yeah. those guys make more than one ballot? Uh, that might be hard. I think Cargo feels like he will. I the, think Tulo uh, feels like he could make more than one ballot. The hard thing At was, least two. Yeah, the hard thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> the hard thing with Tulo <laughs> is there was this surefire Hall of Famer. She also did it unassisted. Go ahead. Yeah. No, she doesn't need us. Welcome to Susie's baseball podcast. <laughs> unassisted triple play? Yeah. That's right. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Tulo. <laughs> so you think you think he could maybe stick around? Uh, he. Yeah, there's a good chance he could, but it's just there's always going to be the what if with Tulo. And yeah. so it, it, there was the surefire Hall of Famer for the first, you know, four or yeah. five years of his career. And then injuries derailed him so hard mm -hmm. that I think that could even cost him getting past the first ballot. Wow. He's, yeah. almost, he's almost the infield version of Andrew Jones. And you sort of, if, again, if you're fair. a Tulo fan and you're, again, I, I don't think Tulo had a Hall of Fame career. I thought, he, as you said, mm -hmm. he was a Hall of Famer for a period of time. But if you are looking at this and you're saying, hey, for Todd to get in, Larry's got to get in. All right, la that happened. Yep. If Tulo's going to get in, Andrew Jones is, needs to get in. Oh, yeah. That has to happen in order for there to be any chance whatsoever. And even then, slim margin. Mm -hmm. Slim margin. He yeah. should be in whether it's Tulo or not. For sure. It, but, you know, going back to what you were saying before with the logjam, you can only vote for 10 guys. So now all of a sudden, the, the players at the bottom of the ballot, Tulo and Cargo, it wouldn't shock me if those guys got no votes mm -hmm. because... There's uh, the Joe Marrers are getting support. They're at 60%. Chase Utley, God forbid, Todd Helton's still around in two more years on yeah. the 25 ballot. Everyone's going to be voting for him. So, like, at a certain point, there's only enough votes to go around, mm -hmm. and you don't even get acknowledged to get that second ballot, like Jim Edmonds, like Kenny Lofton. And you go, we can't even have that conversation. We can't even get to the place in which we're building steam. <laughs> it all comes back to steam. It's a steamy cast. <laughs> 
This has been a lot of fun. Our first Hall of Fame party. We'll, we'll do it again next year. Well, you know what? This was a great warm-up for next year because we had such a fun turnout. I think it'll be even better next year knowing that the chances are just so much better. And we'll have Matt Holiday. We'll be hopefully get some good numbers on him that he gets mm -hmm. the 5%. Mm -hmm. Again, your favorite, Jose Reyes, right, Kenneth? Oh, yeah. Wait. We're boys. You guys are boys? Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I, will he get 5%? I don't know. No. I could, New York, you don't think there's enough guys in New York that would give give him a vote? No. He might. I think I think Jose Reyes yeah. has done enough to ruin his reputation that he's probably, yeah. they're probably staying away. For sure. But we'll celebrate definitely Helton, Holiday. Yep. We'll have Cargo and Tulo the next year after that. Uh, we're building something here. We are planning the future parties right now. But this one, this one was a lot of fun, too. This one was an absolute banger. Kenneth, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, at Kenneth. KW 1988, yep. writing some great stuff over there. On Purple Row, prospect stuff, you name it. Uh, love what you're doing, so keep crushing it. We're crushing it uh, on Twitter. We low-key are crushing it. Yeah, and, and high-key. What's the opposite of low-key? Just high-key? High key. Yeah, high key. It's, it's that simple. Allie's like, yeah, it's, it's high-key. Well, I just didn't know if what the opposite of low is high. The opposite of key is tablet, oh mouse pad. Maybe We're, just settle with highbrow entertainment. Death, taxes, Patrick overthinking something. Dude, we are <laughs> high mouse padding it right now. Uh, over at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been okay it could have been more fun but we had as much fun under the circumstances and you know what? we we built some of our own momentum yes so that was nice but unfortunately you know what they say about momentum Patrick, right what, what do they say it's only as good as your next show so we will see you on the dmvr sports channel on youtube